Big suburban grocery stores have dominated the market for a couple generations, but there's a new kid on the block that's starting to push into the tough food industry, the neighborhood corner store. 90.5 WESA's Katie Blackley takes us through how food systems have changed for Essential Pittsburgh, our ongoing series about how the city lives and how it's evolving. Linea Verde Green Market in Pittsburgh's Bloomfield neighborhood is a colorful, vibrant shop along Liberty Avenue. Bananas hang on the wall over boxes of fresh apples and crates of cucumbers. In a neighborhood built by Italian-American immigrants, owner Gina Morante says her store attracts the new, younger residents, who sometimes seem confused by the small produce market. I, I tease everybody. I say I pinch myself every night when I go home because I can't believe how many people just walked in, even just to look. I feel like I have a fruit and vegetable museum. Morante's store is a throwback in many ways. Corner markets like this used to dot the city. As a young girl in the late 1970s, Morante would interpret English for her Italian father as he went to buy fruits and vegetables from Pittsburgh's Strip District wholesalers. Her family owned a corner grocery store in Oakland. She says her entire neighborhood would buy food from them. That was the only show in town. And there, was no, there was no Sam's Club. There was no Costco. There was none of that. There was no Walmart. That all changed in the mid-20th century when grocery stores began consolidating. Alice Julier is the Food Studies Program Director at Chatham University. She says just as consolidation was impacting everything from car companies to television networks to department stores, so too were grocery stores feeling the need to merge and streamline. Plus, changing transportation systems were influencing how people shopped. Because of the rise of the car and the rise of the suburban development, that people are not traveling into those you know, kind of neighborhood urban enclaves where you can get, you know, your produce in one store and your pasta in the other. And so the supermarket becomes the destination. At the time, Pittsburgh-based Giant Eagle was spreading throughout southwestern Pennsylvania, touting flawless fruits and veggies and one-stop shopping experiences. In 1950, Pittsburgh had 162 chain grocery stores. 25 years later, only a quarter were left. Julia says this consolidation continued with the advent of places like Target and Walmart. But large supermarkets found operating in an urban setting can be difficult, especially in a neighborhood-oriented city like Pittsburgh. The large grocery stores are, are nationally, they are demonstrating a lot of problems, right? It's expensive. It's very expensive to put in a building. It's very expensive to maintain a big brick-and-mortar store. Even so, big suburban grocery stores dominated. But recently, something began to change. New people began moving in the city, looking for a new way to shop. Julia says these consumers are looking for healthier products and aren't satisfied with commercializing food. The ways in which con the consolidated food system creates products is to take something like Oreos and make 28 kinds of them. And you stand in the aisle and you think you have variety, but what you have are 28 kinds of the same thing. And what you see in urbanization when people have more contact with one another, what they're interested in is different kinds of food and different kinds of ways of eating. Julia says there's an opportunity for small shops like Mariante's Green Market in Bloomfield to save the new market. Stores like hers are growing. There's 52nd Street Market in Lawrenceville, Dilamato's in Hazelwood. As for Mariante, she says she's enjoying selling to Pittsburgh's newer, younger residents who really seem to seek out stores like hers. There is a serious need for fresh produce, but the millennial generation, they really know what, the, what they want to eat. And for city dwellers, it beats driving out to a big suburban grocery store. It's great conversation, and then you get to talk about what you ate. And I, I just think, and, and that's our connection. I think everybody's connection is food. I'm Katie Blackley, 90.5 WESA News.